Hi and welcome to Arrow Power. This week we're at the Arrow Technology Summit. This is Arrow's annual partner forum held in Denver. Over the next few weeks we're going to be presenting you all the power debate sessions that occurred at ATS. You're going to hear from our practice leaders talking about security, IoT, data intelligence, cloud and next generation platforms. We hope you enjoy this Arrow Bowers production and please subscribe. Curiosity. So the partners in the room, how many of you sell backup and DR today? How many of you sell a managed service around that? Okay. How many of you sell that in the cloud? Right. So I, th I think that's a good indication of, you know, backup and DR is a use case. There's a lot of hands that went up to say, I sell backup and DR, but it's on-prem, right? Some of you, maybe half of you provide a managed service around that. And then I think the much smaller amount said that that's in the cloud. Um, you know, those customers that you're talking to around backup and DR, this is a good conversation to talk about about hybrid and what their needs are and what the advantages are, are around the hybrid world. So. Yeah, and, and what, you know, again, we can talk about dozens of use cases and, you know, still it, it may be boring, <laughs> but one of the leading initiating use cases for cloud adoption is tape elimination. You know, they want to get off of a secondary storage device of tape and cloud becomes a perfect target for that. And that tends to be the, you know, that's the crawl part of the crawl walk run on leveraging and, you know, migrating, taking advantage of the cloud. And, you know, that, that's their first step in. Okay, good. Um, so, you know, we brought up some, you know, practice area of giving people, giving the partners practice areas to build in. You know, as, as, as you as a vendor look at your journey, right, from on-prem to off-prem, Microsoft is a little little different, but I mean, Commvault's very much started as an on-prem environment and now moved into the cloud. Um, you know, when you look at the changes that you've made within your organization, right, practice area building, sales compensation, things like that, you know, what are you doing to help our partners accelerate that? And what are you looking to do in the future to help accelerate that? Uh, a couple things. One is we wanted to ensure it's the same solution, again, bit by bit, that runs on-prem from Commvault, that runs in Azure, or you can take different components. So you don't have to learn about a different product that was acquired just to take advantage of the cloud. So it, it, the education is easy. It's, you know, the same feature benefits that Commvault customers use on-prem, they can use that in and with the cloud as well. So uh, seamless technology is one. Two, um, yeah, we've changed our pricing model, take advantage of more of the pay-as-you-go model. That, that's a dead set requirement. Again, I'm the chief geek here, but you know, I can recognize pretty quickly how you know, fast customers have learned, yeah, I want a pay-as-you-go model, because that's what they're getting more and more accustomed to. Um, it's amazing to me in the industry that five years ago, uh, a customer didn't blink if he spent $350,000 on a Symmetrics. Didn't care, didn't blink. But we're having discussions of fractions of a penny per gig when it comes to Azure or cloud storage. I, it, that to me is mind boggling. I, I wanna rewind some of these discussions we had five years ago. But the economics of the pay-as-you-go and how we've, uh, we've adopted and gotten some guidance from Microsoft and, and other cloud partners as well on how to efficiently do that. Uh, you know, those are, I would say, the top two from, from our perspective. And I'll just kind of re rewind the Microsoft journey about 18 months or so. So we went through one of our biggest Salesforce reorgs uh, about 18 months ago. And you probably <laughs> went through some of that pain. <laughs> That's, and I'm sure Arrow did as well. And uh, it, 
the, the goal of that was to fundamentally change the way we are engaging with our partners and the way we are engaging with our customers. And I, I can speak to you more on the partner side because that's more relevant to, to this discussion. Um, so 18 months ago, if you're a partner of Microsoft and if you're a reseller um, or if you're a systems integrator or if you are an ISV like Commvault, there would be multiple organizations that are managing that partner. And what we realized is that the, really the definition of what a classic reseller that was just selling hardware and software products and systems integrator and managed service provider, they were all kind of blurring together. And customers, um, as I alluded to before, were looking at uh, an end solution for Microsoft and its partners and not, uh, you know, three different types of partners going to them and interacting with them at different levels in the organization. So what, what we have done is uh, one of the things that we, we changed is what uh, Randy alluded to, is we have made sure that our field sellers and uh, the folks who are managing our partners are really getting the, the co-sell motion with our partners much more effective in terms of presenting a single face to the customer. So that, that, that has uh, proven to be very, very effective. The second piece that we did is, uh, in addition to just bringing all the partner organizations together, we said, okay, in addition to the, just making the co-sell happen more effectively, we also may, need to make sure that the go-to-market motion that we have jointly is landing in a way that uh, is beneficial to our partners and to our customers. So. Um, Randy will tell you that you know he he has a dedicated person within Microsoft who helps him craft an effective joint go-to-market motion that we can take to uh, our customers jointly uh, with partners like Arrow. So that's been the second change that we have made. And then lastly, in terms of pure practice building, we have some partner development managers who are exclusively dedicated to building net new practices with partners. So if uh, somebody uh, is a vendor of just uh, on-prem backup disaster recovery solutions. We will help them take their practice to the cloud uh, with Commvault and uh, some of our other partners. If they are already a managed service provider selling backup disaster recovery solutions, the next conversation then becomes, okay, what is an adjacent practice that you can build um, both based on Microsoft and Commvault solutions and maybe add an AI component on top of it. So those are the kinds of things that uh, we are providing the right set of guidance to the partners. And at the same time, we have some dedicated resources to enable the partners to build profitable practices uh, which are adjacent to what they're doing today to help them be successful in the long term. Yeah, let me add a past, present, future example of that. Um, past has been, we've had Microsoft sellers make their entire quota for the year on a Commvault deal or two that they worked with us before they started driving consumption because their awareness of how much consumption we're going to drive, how quickly we drive it um, as part of that program. So heavy incentives. So the Microsoft folks are often compensated more for selling a partner solution than they are for their own solutions. And then you, get, you eliminate that vendor lock uh, paradigm. Um, second, today with the partners is that, you know, they're helping us identify and helping Arrow and us identify which are the up-and-coming partners or 
partners who've been around for a while, they're really, really aggressively putting cloud practices together because those are extremely visible and extremely valuable to us. And then, you know, the future has been, you know, we've, we've, we've dabbled on AI. Um, one of the things we d we've done together, and Arrow's been included for, uh, for a lot of these for, for about 20 years now, we've done in-person seminars at Microsoft offices. And this season, the 18-19 season of Microsoft's FY19, we're adding a, a specific AI component. So as we, you know, we feel the time is now to educate the customers on, hey, yes, we can efficiently, you know, we're the best at efficiently moving data into the cloud, but because we have the unique ability to index it, that lets the customers take advantage of some of the way cool tools that Microsoft has and the way cool knowledge that, you know, again, I was so impressed with Stephanie yesterday on the AI side, is that Arrow and, you know, has an AI team that can let customers take advantage of the data once it's been moved to Azure. It's not just going to be cold and, and dormant waiting for a restore. It's not just going to be cold and being, you know, restorable as a VM. Actually being able to mine that data and use, you know, fancy terms, I'm not going to get technical, uh, like cognitive services or Power BI, that lets our customers do something proactively with the data and it makes us, you know, the, you know, you know, the four horses here, Commvault, Microsoft, Arrow, and our partner, makes us more valuable in that conversation to customers. And that's what's really driving the change. It's like, you know, I, I, that, that's the next, to me, that's the next big thing. We jumped on the exchange train in the late 90s, we jumped on the SharePoint train in 01. It's the AI train now, you jump on that now, let customers do something with that data, and if you have it indexed, then you're at a much higher advantage game than just traditional backup. Okay. So you mentioned in that, you know, that that partner that has a cloud practice is, you know, interesting. That's a, that's a great partner for us to, you know, go work with. Mm -hmm. You know, you guys both see partners all the time that are, that are successful, right? What, did, what does that look like? What does success look like for that partner? And what does that partner skill set have? What do they have that makes them successful in selling hybrid cloud into their customer base? I think one of the basic things that stands out for most partners that are successful is their openness to change and adapt to the speed at which technology and our entire industry is changing. And the partners who are resistant to that change and don't want to embrace that change, uh, they tend to get left behind. But the partners who realize that this is, this is something that the customers are wanting and this is where the industry is moving, and then they develop the right sets of solutions that are relevant to their customers, and they have the knowledge and the skill sets necessary to transform their practices uh, are the partners that are the most successful. Um, I'll, I'll, um, I'll give an example of a partner in the, in the Midwest who uh, won our open source partner of the year award for two years running. And open source as uh, um, uh, all a platform or you know open source technologies used to be something that Microsoft didn't embrace necessarily 10 years ago. And, and this partner started off being a classic Microsoft uh, product systems integrator. And then they said, okay, what we are seeing in our customers is more than 50% of uh, the technologies that they use have some component of open source um, baked in. So they said, okay, we are going to now uh, expand our practice from not just being Microsoft focused and, and go into open source. And 
they did a really good job of uh, the, the whole transformation process. And on top of just being a pure systems integrator, they said, okay, we need to be a managed service provider to, to our customers. So uh, they embraced not only the transformation from being a sole Microsoft product focus system integrator, they transformed to you know, the broad conversation around open source at Microsoft. They also transformed themselves from being a systems integrator to a managed service provider. And those are the kinds of shifts that are not easy but if somebody looks at the opportunity and say, okay, this is what the customer is telling me, this is what the market is telling me, and this is how I can um, embrace that opportunity, those are the kinds of partners that we have seen to be the most successful. Yeah, I, I concur to that. It's the partners who are embracing change for their customers who are you know, modernizing for efficiency, cost efficiency, overall, you know, seven by 24, you know, work efficiency for the customers by using the tools that are available today. Those are the ones that are going to jump to the head of the class. Um, that change aspect, you know, for the for the over forty crowd, which I'm, you know, definitely me too, key here on. You know, we Commvault used to prey on Exchange Server ten is coming out. That's change because people are going to reevaluate. Uh, Windows Server twelve is coming out. That's a change. Yeah, it's a valuation change. Yeah, those are great opportunities for us. Those changes are, are occurring now biweekly bi-monthly with the, with the new features and functionality. So those partners out there that are you know, cognizant of that and aware of it um, is key. Um, two would be, hey, are they, you know, one quick litmus test I have is do, have they put some resources in, you know, when I go to a, customer, a partner and I see, hey, they're actually demonstrating some of our technologies or our joint technologies, head of the class. That means they've, they've bought in. They, they've taken the time to educate themselves so they can pass that education on to their customers and, you know, that makes them the most important person in the in the entire ecosystem. Yeah. So, um, last question, and then we'll open it up for questions from the, the crowd here. Um, so, if you were going to tell a partner one thing to come to you and ask for to help them make be make you be, make them be successful, what, what would that one thing be? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, I'd, the question I love, the question I personally want to hear from a Convol selfish perspective is, hey, I've heard Convol's not just backup anymore. What else do you do? <laughs> that would be the number one thing. We, we've gotten such branded that we're just a backup company that, you know, no, we do a lot more than that. And, you know, the efficiency of analyzing data, the efficiency of indexing it for e-discovery and, and artificial intelligence, that's where we're going with the future. That would be the number one thing. It's like, hey, what do you guys do more than just backup? I know you're a great backup comp company. If I hear, you know, message love recovery for exchange one more time, I'm going to be like, you know, hey, I got the patent on that, all right? But I'm tired of hearing about it. It's, you know, what can we do in the future together with some of the tools Microsoft has? That's the question I want to hear from a, from a partner uh, on a combo perspective. Yeah, and frankly, I would like our partners to challenge us to say, look, today I'm a partner who provides backup disaster recovery solutions or security and management solutions to, to our customers. What can I do from where I am today to fundamentally tr engage in more productive conversations with my customers to enable their digital transformation journey? What, what you, Microsoft, can uh, help me with in terms of tools and technologies and practice building solutions that helps me expand my portfolio of services to be a more strategic uh, partner to my end customers? And also, while I'm doing it, 
how do I make sure that I continue to stay profitable and I continue to grow my business while I take myself and my customer through that journey. So that's the kind of conversation that I would love to have with all the partners and, and, and that's where it becomes a, a, a good partnership for us to, to engage in and, and grow our businesses together. Great. So we have time for a, for a couple questions. Uh, any questions for the panel? Nothing? Well, there's got to be an arrow person out there. T1 up. Adam? <laughs> you sit in front, so. <laughs> I actually ask a question to the partners. How many partners here are have been aware of Microsoft's co-sell program? All right, not that many. Great opportunity again, because you know, you're bringing in the Microsoft component to a joint sales campaign that is pretty significant, um, so. Yeah, and fundamentally, just to kind of put some numbers behind it, if Commvault brings in a deal to Microsoft, or a Microsoft seller brings in a deal to Commvault, and Commvault closes that deal, the Microsoft seller gets to retire 10% of the Azure quota based on the, the deal size that Commvault closed. So it's, it's a pretty big deal in terms of a field uh, seller incentive for anybody at Microsoft to partner with uh, Commvault and Arrow in, in the co-sell process. So I would encourage you, if uh, you haven't heard of this particular program or if you'd like to know more about it, uh, to maybe reach out to me and, or, or to, to Randy and, and we can tell you more about that as well. And th that's 10% of the software, services, and the maintenance. So the number drives up pretty quickly, which is why, again, we've had a number of Microsoft reps fulfill their annual quota just on one or two Commvault deals. So, and we know we're delivering the best technology. So, let's see. I just want to see the microphone fly around. So, I want to see you throw it to somebody. So, so last last chance for questions. All right, John. So, so what keeps you guys up at night? Right. So all good, awesome. Right. That's a great opportunity. Typical set. Good integration. Thinking eighteen going forward, five years from now. What keeps you up? Uh, I've, this is a joke I've had with the Commvault folks. I keep waiting to wake up one day with the with this race of pricing for storage in the cloud. It's almost a race to zero. One of my fears is I'm going to wake up one day and either Microsoft or Amazon or Google or IBM is going to come up with a program that says, we're going to pay you, Mr. Customer, to take your data into our cloud for some reason. That, that's probably, that will change the dynamics of the game pretty quickly. That's one of the things I, I kind of like might keep me up at night. And since I look at uh, the Azure partner strategy, one of the things that I constantly think about is how do I make my partner ecosystem more successful as they go through this transformation to grow their practices in a profitable way? Because it's easy for anybody to say, go do this, but the partners have their own PNL to run and you know they're organizations uh, uh, to run and it, it, it's, it's very different w when you are uh, 
an organization of uh, maybe 500 people and you're, you're trying to transform the business while making sure your day-to-day -day operations and your paychecks are going on time. So how do we kind of partner together to make sure that that transformation is profitable to our partners is something that's super important for me. Okay, I guess we'll, uh, we'll wrap. Uh, we have lunch next. I'd like to thank our panelists. Big round of applause for them. Thank you for listening to Alabama. We really hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please subscribe and please check out our other fantastic podcasts in the Bandwidth Network. See you again next week.